Welcome to the Foundation's Report. In Christendom, how does one measure success? As an individual Christian, I would think success is measured ultimately by one's destination after they part this earth. If, however, the rapture occurs prior to our passing, if we go up in the rapture and don't find ourselves wading through the most destructive period in history here on earth during this uh, tribulation period, I suppose we could say we were successful. But while we are living here on earth, if we win others to Christ, one could say they were. Yet, in the back of my mind, something tells me we really don't gauge our success in the way it should be gauged. Take, for instance, churches. How do we gauge success for churches? From the time I said the sinner's prayer until now, I've heard that success in a church somehow relies on drawing a crowd. Not just a little crowd, but a mega crowd. Back in the day, we had churches running, say, a hundred, and thought that was a pretty good thing. The Lord was moving in those services, people came and were blessed, People came down to the altars and knelt, and some gave their heart to the Lord. Others rededicated their lives, and some prayed for their loved ones, and still others prayed for God to heal them if they were sick. Whatever was on their mind and on their heart, they were able to bring it to the Lord in prayer. When it came to size, we would have afterglows or fellowship potlucks, where everyone would bring a dish and eat and fellowship. The word koinonia comes to mind here as people felt the closeness with their church family. I even remember sometimes if one was distraught walking into the service, the pastor may grab a couple people near and pray for that person right on the spot. No need for altar calls or elaborate pleas, just simple prayer for one another's needs. Those smaller churches had that special glow about them. Say if someone didn't show up for service, there would be someone that would reach out on the phone or send a card and let them know how much they were missed. We were a family. Today's churches are not measured by those qualities. Success in a church evolved into concert-like venues as the mega-church was born. Popular pastors would draw in thousands of people to line the Colosseums, and large Prasian worship bands would line the stage, and the music filled the stadium as people, in masses, would descend upon the facility and have their service for the week. In these churches, one would have to be special in order to approach the pastor who had several guards surrounding them as they rose to their pinnacle of success. These churches would be the rage and would develop television programs that would broadcast on regular or Christian television. The leaders of those Christian television networks would make those pastors fill-in hosts for their programs as the nation would recognize their importance. 
As for the church members, they no longer had that personal connection, and some like that. They could disappear in the crowd and wouldn't have anyone involved in their personal business. They wouldn't receive those disturbing calls during the week checking up on them and could be free to do what they wanted without feeling guilty about it when coming to church on Sunday mornings. The messages of these megachurches proclaimed the love that God had for the people and what God could do for them, make them wealthy and make them successful, yet forgot to mention Jesus in their sermons. But that's okay. They were successful. The praise and worship events there rivaled popular secular artists' concerts, and the albums began to sell. I even heard of a church that put a mosh pit in the front middle of the stage where selected praisers would jump up and down and praise and encourage the others to praise along with the music. The megachurch had gone mainstream and was the talk of the town, and success came along for the ride. Then we began to hear of so-called failures and indiscretions of some of these Christian leaders, and the world once again pointed the fingers at the church as a bunch of phonies and hypocrites. You see, the church used the standards of the world to measure their success. And like the world, they saw the same results. The powerful and successful in the world are riddled with scandals and inconsistencies, and it is normally swept under the rug. But when it happens to a church, hmm. For me and my family, we enjoy a moderate-sized church and love our church family. We know the people there at the church and miss them when they aren't there. We pray for their needs as well as they pray for our needs. We continue to learn more and more because our pastor teaches the Word of God. I guess we must be boring Christians in the shadow of these megachurches, but we'd have it no other way. The Foundations Report is heard daily, Monday through Friday, on the Foundations Podcast Facebook page, and on the Foundations Channel on YouTube, and on various podcast distributors via audio feed. Be sure to tune in.